Welcome to episode seven of Seasons in Stewardship, the podcast where we bring hope, healing, and direction as you navigate the different seasons of life. I'm your favorite podcast host, Dr. Bonda Rose Young. So in today's episode, fam, we're going to be talking about crushing your 2024 goals. So since day one, episode one, we've been talking about living intentionally, believing for bigger, and going after purpose. So let's let's start. I'm going to walk you through a simple plan that you can use today to create a tailored strategy for your entire year. Now, the key word is simple. Simple beats perfection every time. So get your phone or notepad ready because I'm going to give you some quick 15-minute activities that you can do to get you on your way to creating a personal plan to crush your goals. Okay, let's get started. I'm going to take you through four steps that you can tackle over the next few hours or days to work towards your goals. I call this your goal crusher plan or your GCP for short. And as we go through each step, I will share with you how I'm applying that step to my personal 2024 goal, which is to increase my weekly podcast listener count. So number one, get very clear on what you actually want to accomplish. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of SMART goals, but just in case you haven't, SMART goals have five components that make them SMART. They are S, specific, M, measurable, A, achievable, R, realistic, and T, time-bound. So specific means that it's very clear to you and anyone who reads your goal what it is that you actually want to do. Measurable means that there's something in there that is changing, whether it's a number and you expect that number to go up or down, or it's qualitative and it's words or feelings or opinions or emotions about a particular topic or subject. A means achievable, and it means that you've considered the goal and that it's actually possible for you to achieve or accomplish based upon your skills or the level of control that you have in a given situation. So for example, let's say I wanted to change a law in my state. Um, Well, I don't personally (laughs) sit in a voting position in which I can change laws, so I wouldn't be able to do that or achieve that, but I can lobby for changes. So maybe my goal could be around lobbying and hoping for the best, right? (laughs) So when we're looking at realistic, this just means that whatever you want to do is feasible, given the time and the resources that you have available to you. So for instance, I might have a desire to run for president of the United States, but the likelihood of me actually getting on the 2024 ballot when no one knows me but you is very small, right? I don't have the following, I don't have the resources, the finances to be able to actually have an active and competitive campaign and get on the ballot, right? You'd vote for me, right? If 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 that happened, right? One day, yeah, you you'd do that. Okay. Anyhow, so the last component is T, time bound, and it's just what it sounds like. It just means that there's a time frame in which you want to complete these goals. So I'll give you mine as an example. By December thirty first, twenty twenty four, I will have at least a thousand people listening for three or more minutes 
of each podcast episode across all podcast streaming platforms. So you'll notice I start off with the due date. So that's the time bound part, right? And then I have two measurable components, a thousand people a week, and that they need to be listening to the first three minutes or more of each episode. So yes, I can track how long you personally (laughs) are listening to the episode. So I'm actually giving myself an entire year to do a school. So that is realistic for me, given everything else I have going on. Um, And it's also realistic because I have control over the quality and the quantity of the podcast episodes and their promotion. So it really makes it achievable. And altogether, it's, it's specific. Most people would understand my goal if they sit down and read it. So I want you to spend five to seven minutes coming up with a SMART goal for whatever you want to achieve in 2024. You can pause the podcast right now or do it immediately after while the creative juices are still flowing. Enter pause here, right here. Mm-hmm. This is where you pause and just work on your SMART goal. Okay, so here's the next sub-step. Let's call it 1B, shall we? This is the step that many people overlook when it comes to their personal goals and often how they fall off. They go ahead and they create these amazing goals that can be achieved over the year, but fail to break it up into bite-sized chunks, AKA objectives. But you're smarter than that. So you're going to make objectives based upon however long you gave yourself to achieve the goals. So if you have a goal that will take a year, I want you to either create quarterly objectives, so an objective for every three months, or monthly objectives. Now the frequency of the objectives just depends on you and your personality type and what you want to achieve, right? If you're like me and you want to have small wins to have that motivation and to feel like you're really crushing it, then break it up into small monthly chunks. But if you're okay with having a longer period of time to achieve those objectives, then make them quarterly. It's, it's just completely up to you. You can even do it every two months. These objectives can be different from month to month or quarter to quarter. Let's say you plan to go back to school and applications are due in October, so you wanna to work towards that. Your objective for the first month might be to research schools and create a list of your top and middle choices based upon cost, location, the curriculum, et cetera, right? In month two, maybe you are reaching out to professors at those schools to see if they'd be willing to be an advisor for you and actually mentor you. And you use that information to whittle down your list even more. Let's say your objective for month three is to research scholarship opportunities and you know prepare for the required exam that you have to take. You, you get what I'm saying, right? Every month has a plan. So when you break the large goal of applying to graduate school into smaller chunks, it keeps you focused and it seems more manageable. Okay, so now I want you to spend 10 minutes coming up with some objectives. And we're keeping it simple and we're keeping it moving, right? So start to think about what are the bigger steps that you need to take in order to accomplish your goal. They don't have to be fancy and it's okay if you spend a little bit more than 10 minutes, but don't, don't overthink it because you'll have time to come back and revisit it. All right, on to number two. Number two, create a way to track your progress. This could be a simple spreadsheet where you list in the first column all the weeks 
And then in the next seven columns, you list the, the days of the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way down to Sunday. And then for each week, as you're monitoring your progress, you just simply put an X in the column and the respective column and, and row indicating that you have completed the task related to your objective. So that's a simple way you can track. You can also buy a goal tracker or may make a more sophisticated layout. It's completely dependent upon you. It's not how beautiful a progress tracker is. It's that you're making progress, right? It's that you're tracking it. And when you do this, let me tell you, you are ahead of the curve. You're ahead of a lot of people that set goals and don't monitor it. And that's often how they fall off. So we want to make sure that when you're tracking your progress, that you are making it a routine. It's becoming a habit and you're building it into your schedule. So create a set time during the day in which you will actually check off whether or not you're able to do something. I also want you to make some space to write down additional context that could be helpful for you. So if you like having a spreadsheet, maybe you open up a Word document or a Google Sheet um, and you do some monitoring there. And why this is important is it gives you an opportunity to do some intentional reflection and evaluation, especially on days where you were on target and also on days when you weren't. Also, if you see a pattern where you're stuck, meaning that you haven't really progressed or you're you're doing the work and you're not seeing the outcome that you expected, then it's important to really document um, what was going on those days and any additional information. And this information will help you possibly tailor your objective. So let's say just for example, right, you desire to lose weight and your objective is to create healthy meals each night to increase your vegetable consumption, right? And you're doing that every day. You're, you're spending time, you're creating these wonderful rainbow colored meals and, you know, it tastes great, it looks great, but the scale is not budging, right? And so let's say you visit a physician and you find out that you have a thyroid issue. Okay, well, then let's come back to our objective. Our initial objective was to create these amazing, beautiful, delicious, you know, meals, but maybe you pivot on some days and instead you throw some kale in a blender with some fruit and you got your vegetables in, right? And instead you spend that time, that 30 plus minutes that you, that you were originally doing creating meals, you spend it doing some exercising to boost your metabolism, right? So you see how when you're starting to monitor, not just your, your progress and your effort, but your outcomes and gathering more information, it can help you do intentional pivots. So you might be wondering how I'm measuring my progress for my overall goal. I'm actually bringing on some supportive staff to track my weekly social media promotion and um, social media engagement metrics, and also some information about who's listening to the podcast week by week. And so we're going to take all this information and put it in a simple Google Sheet, that's that's something that we can both access, right? Because again, simple beats perfection. And we're going to use that information to get a better understanding of, based upon tweaks and strategies, what is helpful, what is getting more people to not only listen to the podcast, but listen to a podcast for a longer period of time, right? And so that's what we are personally going to do. And when we find out what's working, we're going to double down on it, right? We're going to focus our attention in our area 
um, promoting those strategies. So again, simple is key. Simple is king. So I want you to spend the next 15 minutes, go ahead and pause the podcast again, spend the next 15 minutes to either create a tracking document, or if you want to go to Amazon, buy one, that's cool too. But just go ahead and pause and create it. If you're driving, you know, don't don't pull over, right? <laughs> but think about what are some of the components that you can put in that tracking document and go ahead and make it later. Guys, you are crushing it. You are crushing it. Okay, on to number three. Number three, invite others in as accountability. So although your goal may just be about you, it does not mean that the process and outcome only affect you. So bring in people who you know have your best interests at heart to support you. Oftentimes, people want to help but aren't always sure how. So what I have found to be helpful is to create a list. (laughs) Create a list of how they can be helpful. Now, this does not mean to be a taskmaster, okay? But instead, it's having a running mental list of simple, quick things that people can do to help you achieve your goal. So for me, that means my husband or a family member watching my toddler while I record. It's not hard, right? I'm not asking for a lot, just making sure that he stays alive. Like that, that's it. That, that's all I need. <laughs> So for you, think about what are the small things that people in your life can do every once in a while, right? We're not making them your maid, but every once in a while to help you. You know, are you studying to go back to school? Well, maybe someone can buy you a bag of coffee or apples to help during those evening sessions, or, you know, they can be a study buddy for an evening and, and go through flashcards with you. Or maybe you're starting a business, well, ask a friend or two to listen to your business plan, pitch your proposal and give feedback. You know, find easy ways to bring people in. And one of the reasons why I love this so much is that it helps people feel connected to you while you're off conquering the world, right? It, it shows that they are still needed and desired by you. And if you want extra encouragement and accountability, listen or re-listen to episode five, Believe for Bigger. And of course, keep listening to this podcast every week. I'll definitely be sure to serve you up a dose of encouragement and a tad bit of humor every once in a while. All right. Are you ready to pause the podcast again? You didn't, you didn't think you're going to be this productive today, but you are, you're doing it. You're crushing it. This time, spend 15 minutes thinking about three to five people in your life that you want to make sure to include as an accountability partner. You want to engage during this process. After you have a list of people, spend the rest of that 15 minutes thinking about one to two things that each person can do to support you. It's okay if the ask is the same for different people. Like I'm sure, again, if you're developing a business proposal, it would be good to have multiple people listen to your plan, right? Okay, number four, plan for slip-ups. Yes, I'm serious. The reality is, is that we are human and we will inevitably mess up. At some point, you will miss the gym workout that you promised yourself you would do because life took over. At some point, you're going to miss out on reaching your sleep goal because that TV show was just too good and you had to stay up to watch it. You know, you may miss that week of writing that book chapter or blog post 
because, you know, you felt down or something was going on in life. And all of that is okay. Success is not measured by how many times you fall down. It's actually measured by the fact that you didn't quit and got back up again. So expect that you won't be perfect all 366 days this year because, you know, it's a leap year if you're wondering. You will not be perfect, but we can plan to mentally and emotionally get ourselves back up after we slip, right? So when those slips come, don't beat yourself up. Don't abandon ship. Don't grab the Snickers bar. Instead, do something unrelated to calm down and then come back. So maybe to calm down for you, that means reading a good book or having a cup of tea or talking to the friend on the phone about something unrelated or watching a comedy. You get the idea, right? Give yourself a break and reflect on all the good that you have done, all the times that you did hit the mark. And then remember that you are actually in good company. (laughs) The best of the best kept trying after they slipped up and that's how they attained their goal in the end. So spend a few minutes right now thinking about how you will move on past a slip up and keep progressing. How are you going to hold your head up high? For me, that is pausing, celebrating wins, and remembering that everything is a process and being gentle with myself and understanding that I'm learning, right? So spend a few minutes doing that and then you'll wrap up number four. And just like that, fam, your simple 2024 plan is done. Some of you can be like, Blenda, this was really simple. Yeah. And you know what? It's easy to stick to. That's the beauty of it. (laughs) Well, friend, if you haven't heard it from anyone else, you are amazing and you were made on purpose for purpose. And because I care about you, I just want to spend a quick moment praying to God for your benefit. So Father, I thank you for the person listening to this podcast. I ask that you bless them, that you bless their family, their friends, everything concerning to them. They have goals, they have tensions, they have things that they want to do that I believe that you've put in their heart, God. And I ask, Lord, that you would send the right people to help them, to be accountability partners to them, that you would inspire them as they think about the different objectives that they can do from month to month, that the resources would be there to help them on their journey, and that when they slip up, that they would give themselves grace because they're human. I ask that you would give them encouragement along the way and that you would send special people to their lives to support them and lift them up when they need it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, fam. Well, thank you so much for turning into episode seven. Next week, we're going to talk about how you can align your plan with your behaviors and your environment so that you can live intentionally. All right, fam. Until next week, be blessed.